past. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 8 of the Batman Universe Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin, and like I said, this is episode 8. So I just want to do one quick thing and say um, we have been accepted to iTunes, so you can now find all of your episodes of the Batman Universe Podcast now on iTunes, um, available for subscribe, and then obviously as soon as you log on to iTunes, the new episode will pop up if there is one. Um, we're doing this episode a little later than normal, mostly because of some things that happened today in the Batman uh, universe pertaining to the viral marketing in the Dark Knight. Um, we'll get to that a little later, but and uh, we do have a lot of clips and recordings to play for you so you can catch up on what's been going on in the last two weeks. There's actually been a lot of stuff that's been going on, and I want to make sure that everyone can get caught up. So, let's start off with uh, movie news. Um, on March 28th, there was a new site that came, a new viral site that came up. Um, the site is www.cfabg.org, and that stands for Citizens for a Better Gotham. And basically, what that site is is it's a site saying that Harvey Dent isn't necessarily the best candidate for district attorney. I will provide a link on the website if you forget what it is, so that way you can check it out. Um, it has been updated a couple times since it started up on the 28th, um, and this is obviously another one, another of the very many viral marketing sites that will link together with the entire entire Harvey Dent aspect of this viral marketing campaign. So. On March 30th, um, those of us who submitted our phone number or email address or submitted a picture or something having to do with I Believe in Harvey Dent campaign, we were we took advantage of getting a phone call from Harvey Dent himself. And let me play that phone call for you. Hello, this is Harvey Dent. Weeks ago, I asked for your support. Now, I need your help. A group of malevolent individuals have launched a vicious smear campaign against me. Their claims are absolutely untrue. And while their lies show just how nervous my campaign makes the criminals and the corrupt, their attacks can destroy our chances of taking Gotham back. So I ask you, help me unmask these forces behind this disease. Help me prove these charges false. Time is running out. Please go to I believe in HarveyDent.com and find out how you can fight back, stand up for what's right, and reclaim our city. And obviously what he's referring to in that phone call is the site that popped up two days prior, which I just said, the Citizens for a Better Gotham. That is actually what he's referring to by the people who are trying to create a smear campaign against him. So also on uh, March 30th, there was a new site that popped up, and it was called ClownTravelAgency.com. Now this is another, it's similar to this the, the site that we had back in Halloween, um, why, well the Why So Serious site that we had back at Halloween 
and we'll get more into that that it was just that day on March 30th the site actually popped up and a couple days after that that's when they actually started a new little uh, scavenger hunt so on March 31st um, it, once again if you were lucky enough to get your picture in um, to support Harvey Dent in his campaign earlier in the month of March a envelope a little manila envelope showed up with no return address and when you opened it up it was basically a campaign bucket uh, campaign button that said I believe in Harvey Dent but it was burned um, obviously it's for it's foreseen the future of Harvey Dent becoming two-face but this is and then if you turn the button over it had that website Citizens for a Better Gotham on the back so you could log on to find out what it was about um, it's What's interesting is, despite um, Two-Face, as we all know him, having his face directly in half, it's more of a natural, kind of round, not engulfing his 50% of his face completely. So, Also on March 30th, um, Harvey Dent's, um, another Harvey of Harvey Dent's rivals for District Attorney, uh, Garcetti, his site popped up, trustgarcetti.com, and that site will also be, I'll provide a link for that on the website as well, so you can check that out. So April 1st came, and this is what I was talking about a little earlier about the clowntravelagency.com. Basically what happened with Clown Travel Agency was early in the morning, there was a picture of a suitcase with various cities on the cover of it popped up. And at a certain specific time during the day, the suitcase was, or there was an envelope in front of the suitcase that you could click on. Once you clicked on it, there was a list of cities throughout the world to include London, um, some cities in Brazil, um, I believe Paris was on that list, Hong Kong, um, Chicago, New York, LA, Salt Lake City, Phoenix. There was a there was a lot more cities than there was in the past for the the scavenger hunt that they had back around Halloween and basically what happened was it provided you an address and the city to go to and then if it was a if it was out of the United States it, it told you who to talk to or who to ask for basically they listed there was they started out with four and then once the four were uh, answered um, or the four, the first four locations were completed, they would start another four. It switched up every once in a while, but it was three or two or four or whatever. And basically what ended up happening was if you were lucky enough to get to one of the locations, you would, you would find out that these locations were all bowling alleys. And after seeing various pictures online of what it was, was if it was within the United States, they gave you a locker number at a bowling alley along with the combination to the locker. And when you got that locker combination and you opened it up, you would see a bowling bag. And when you opened it up, there would be a purple and green tie-dye bowling ball in it with a phone number inscribed in it. There was instructions from the Joker, a Joker card, as well as a phone and a phone charger. Now basically we all know that back in 
July of last year during Comic-Con, there was the scavenger hunt that went on with the cakes and the phones that were found in the cakes. And ever since then, the people with the phones would be able to get random text messages or such from different, uh, at different times, jump-starting a new viral marketing part of the campaign. So when the phone, when they called the number that was ins that was uh, inscribed on the f on the bowling ball, you would basically find about a little bit after they would call, then there would be a stamp that would pop up on the website saying that that spot was done. Once all the spots were done um, throughout the entire world, which took pretty much most of the day to do, um, we were waiting on one in Brazil for a while in the morning, but it ended up getting complete. Once the last one was done, there was the same similar thing to the one that was back when you had to take pictures of the specific letters um, at different locations around the world. The page like kind of burned up and then there was new instructions saying go to this uh, Acme Security Systems website, which was one of the viral sites from a while ago that started up but nobody, there was another, never anything that went on with it. Basically, then you would, it instructed you to go to the website and when you went to the website, you typed in your information, your name, your phone number, your email address, and after you did that, it would tell you to call a specific number and give the password needle. Then once you gave your password needle, it would say a message. I'm going to play that message for you because it's a little interesting. It's not something you everyone was expecting. Obviously, that wasn't the voice we were all expecting. We were expecting something to do with the Joker, but it didn't end up turning out like that, like we were all thinking. So, so if you got that phone call, that part, um, whether you have the choice of working for Jim Gordon or not, we'll probably link into another part of the viral marketing campaign since we still do have three months to the release of The Dark Knight, so there's still plenty of time for there to be another part of the campaign so that was basically it was basically it turned into a April's Fool or April's April's Fool prank by Jim Gordon to get all of us who are trying to help out the Joker like we did before so so on to other news um, April 2nd the New York Comic Con schedule came out and Warner Brothers has is going to be presenting Dark Knight. Um, they will provide a sneak peek at the eagerly anticipated new blockbuster. According to the official schedule, the Dark Knight's presentation will take place Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, 
So if you're in the New York area or you're headed to Comic-Con, make sure you're going to check out on Saturday to see the Dark Knight presentation. Who knows, there, it might be because it's it's still it's, it's next weekend, it actually might be the release of the new trailer. Time will only tell for that. Um, also on April 2nd, there was, uh, two, there was some new leaked Joker images, and if you were um, lucky enough to catch them before Warner Brothers um, pretty much scooped up all the websites and sent out their little email that they always send out saying, um, remove these or we will sue you. Um, if you were lucky enough to catch it, they were on a French website for a little longer than most of the other websites. Um, there was some pretty interesting images of the Joker. Um, I'll give you a chance real quick to fast forward if you don't want to know about them. So basically one of the, the images was the Joker dressed up in a nurse's outfit and he's sitting in the hospital room. Um, I can't, there, there was a couple other ones. There was also one where he is, he has his scarred face, but he's dressed up as a Gotham police department or uh, Gotham police policeman. And he is standing with a bunch of other policemen and doesn't have his white makeup on and has just got the scarred face. So if you were lucky enough to catch those, um, I'm sure that's obviously going to be part of the movie. But they weren't supposed to be leaked and somehow they did. On April 5th, there was a new, there was a, another new site popped up. Um, GPDMCU, which is which stands for Gotham Police Department Major Crimes Unit, which has to do with the Jim Gordon phone call saying, you know, you're going to work for him because he's in charge of the Major Crimes Unit. So I will also provide a link for that so you can check that out. So on April 6th, Rachel Dawes, um, as played by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, there was a video that popped up on, I believe, in HarveyDent.com, and the video is basically a her at similar to a press conference, and it's her endorsing Harvey Dent. And I'm going to play that uh, video for you. Obviously, you can't see the video, but you can at least listen to the the message that she's trying to get across. Hello. My name is Rachel Dawes. I'm an assistant district attorney for Gotham City, and I work with Harvey Dent. I know firsthand the integrity which Mr. Dent brings to his job. He commits all his energy to fighting crime and corruption, and the results are making this city a safer place. Now, a group of individuals has recently attempted to smear Mr. Dent's reputation, but rather than discredit him, these lies have only validated his campaign to take back our city, which is making the criminals and the corrupt both desperate and afraid. And that is the greatest endorsement of all. Harvey Dent believes in two things, justice and Gotham City. This is why I believe in Harvey Dent and why I think you should too. Thank you. So obviously, Rachel Dawes is supporting Harvey Dent, as most of us already are. Now, if you check out, there's a website that I've announced before, MaidenAvenueReport.com. If you check this out, basically this site updates um, pretty pretty regularly. 
and it says different things um, different different uh, it's kind of like a rumor website I guess that's the way you could put put it and um, there's for instance it says rumor dent will withdraw from race tomorrow developing and then the next one says disparate dense headquarters as support plummets um, and then another one is fatty copter 1,000 pound Gotham and helicopter out of house is Major Crimes Unit Big Jim Gordon in contact with Batman. Rumor, cops Dent put in jail may be released. Internal Affairs deepens investigation into Dent scandal. Garcetti sends out memo to staffers, no gloating over Dent. Rumors spread that Dent will resign office, withdraw from race. Garcetti books inauguration party locations. Dent headquarters closed for lack of payment. Um, so you basically... It's basically like a uh, common website that we would see anywhere else, like TMZ.com or something like that. But it has to do with more of the Gotham government. And um, right now they're showing a picture on the front of Harvey Dent's headquarters. Pretty much the, all of the banners are stacked in a pile because he's getting kicked out. There was an email that was sent out... Um, there was an email that's that was sent out that I'll get to a little later about what's going on in the Harvey Dent. But um, let's let's uh, jump back into the movie news. Um, on April eighth, um, it was announced that on July eighth, which we've already discussed pro in uh, previous episodes, Ray will be released, and they provided a picture of it now, and it's not a normal Blu-ray case. It's actually a little thicker than most Blu-ray cases. Um, it will provide the Dark Knight prologue, the first six minutes of the film, which some of us already caught in the IMAX version of I'm Legend. A Batman Begins motion art lecture, a 32-page booklet, including all-new DC Comics book adaption of the Dark Knight prologue, exclusive photos, script pages, and storyboards, five Batman Begins collectible postcards with never-before-printed key art from the theatrical release, and 750 movie cash towards the purchase of an adult ticket to see the Dark Knight theaters. Also, though, that same day, July 8th, will also be the release of the, it on DVD, the limited edition Batman Begins DVD as well. On April 9th, um, there was an email that went out to everyone who obviously, as I've said very many times before, participate in the Harvey Dent campaign. And it basically says... A lot of things in the campaign look differently from the inside. Take the current media wildfire. There's not a shred of evidence linking Harvey Dent to any questionable behavior. But the media is creating such a ruckus from the outside, it's impossible to see anything else. Well, I can tell you that all that the Dent campaign is still going strong. We're still committed to bringing Harvey Dent's message of change to every corner of the city. Harvey Dent is not letting the smear campaign impact our campaign. He's continuing to do what a candidate does. He's continuing to lead the charge against corruption that's destroying our city. So rest assured, this campaign is not over. Indeed, it has hardly begun. We will take back Goth. We will take Gotham back. Ellen Sipes, media manager, Dent for DA. So that came out on the 9th. Um, then on April 10th, they announced that at well, Warner Home Video. Announced via a press release that at Wizard World Chicago on June 28, 2008, they will 
will be the world premiere of Batman Gotham Knight, which we all know is the prequel to The Dark Knight, the kind of uh, connection between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. So then this morning, we got into a new, um, a new message from Mr. Alan Sipes, and he basically gave us an account gave us a reminder about the media uh, the press conference that was supposed to take place today and the email reads Harvey Dent is committed to truth and honesty in governing he is also committed to truth and honesty in campaigning and the honest truth is we've had a tough week everyone who knows Harvey Dent knows the vicious smears by a mysterious group calling itself concerned citizens for a better Gotham are not true Harvey Dent is innocent of these charges and the truth will triumph Harvey Dent believes that the movement to take back Gotham is bigger than one person. It's never been about Harvey Dent. It's about our hopes for our city. It's about you. Harvey Dent has always said that if it becomes a distraction from the bigger issues of the movement to fight crime and corruption, he'll make the best decision for the movement itself. We've done a lot in the, f in the last few months. We've shown the city that we will not stop fighting against the dark forces that Gotham have, that, Gotham, that have Gotham in, in their grasp. We showed everyone that we do have power, that there is hope for Gotham City. The I Believe in Harvey Dent campaign will be holding a press conference today at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or Eastern Daylight Time. The audio will be streaming live on IBelieveInHarveyDent.com. Whatever Harvey Dent says, I know one thing. I'm proud of him, and I'm proud of all of you. I still believe in Harvey Dent. Do you? Ellen Sipes, Media Manager, Dent for DA. So that was basically the email, and then if you logged on and you were lucky enough to have a good connection, there was the media con or the press conference, and I'm going to play the press conference. It's once again not something that everyone was expecting, and you'll s you'll see what I mean when you listen. Get down! Get down behind the door! What's your plan, Wilco? We need to get more in. Other gunmen, lay out a vicinity, clean the assess the situation. Beta team, I want that optic in there. We I don't have anybody on the roof. Keep that crowd back, Sergeant! I want team A and B in position, looking for a clear shot. Nobody on the roof, huh? Don't play me, Mendrick! It's a scene of terror and pandemonium here as police officers I'm taking your own goddamn class, Mendrick! Texas is a restricted area. They're not police. They caught you to Wilco. I have a good shot, Captain. Procedure calls for two teams on the rooftops, Mendrick. You do not have permission to fire. I want surveillance set up right here. Yes, sir. So why don't you order Alpha and Beta team out of the sky now? What do we know about this guy? Cop named Nataro, 10-year vet. Doesn't look like he's going out with a pension. Don't throw at me, Mendrick! Crack the top! I'm the psycho with the gun! That's good, Nolan. Give me a wraparound view inside. And, and he just snapped? Okay, okay, Frank. You're too smart for me. Let's get off the rooftop, guys. Alpha team, get down from the tops and make a show of it. Beta, move around the back. Roger that. His car dashed his narrows. His car was just firebombed. Word is Notaro might have done it. 
He dropped out of contact. I've lost the shot. Repeat, no clear Repo shot. Nakasha, I want a firing solution at all times. Okay, we did what you asked for. We want the same thing, Frank, for this to end without anyone getting hurt. I want my family protected, Mendrick. I want witness relocation. Coffee shop here. We got a sweet shot. That's good, coffee shop. Stay put. Hold your fire. We can do that. We can do that. As long as nobody gets hurt here, Frank. Just sit tight, lady. Witness relocation. Is he testifying? I don't know. Internal affairs have been everywhere lately. What's this? Nolan, push in on Atara's upper back. He's got a vest. He's wearing a vest. I want! I want a guarantee that my kids and my wife are gonna be safe! We're going to have to go for a headshot. Repeat, headshot only. We will protect your family. Nobody is out to kill your family. Ah, screw you, Mendrick! You, you, you think I'm making this all up? They killed Cisneros' family! And now they're after mine! Is that his partner? Cisneros? Yeah. I thought you said he did it. I don't know. His partner's car was firebombed, and now he's taking hostages. They killed his kids! I saw it! I saw it! I was there! Coffee shop here. We lost the shot. We lost the shot. Who's got a shot? We need options, ladies. We can guarantee the safety of your family. Like you guarantee Cisneros' family? I've got a shot. No, I lost it. I want everyone to repo and give me a clear shot. As long as nobody gets hurt here, we can make a deal, Sergeant. What the hell was that? What was that? Who the hell did that? That was me, boss, Nakasha. My fingers went. Are you trying to kill me? Kill me! It was a mistake. I didn't order anything. Walking up to the door. Wait, is that Dent? That's Harvey Dent. That's Harvey Dent, man. Oh, Jesus. Just what we need here is some damn political circus. Hold your fire. Safety your weapons. Stay clear of Dent. Damn it. trade himself for the girl. Better selling the taro his jacket. Let's just hold off, boys, until we see what Dent's doing. You come into this building, and I'll shoot you dead! Is the taro gonna shoot him? I don't know. I guess not. They go inside. No clear shot. Copy that. seen anything like that before? Huh? Is that, uh, is that standard hostage negotiation technique? Not exactly. Gotta admit that guy has guts. Can you see anything? They're talking about something. I can't figure it out. Oh my god. Is that... Hold your fire! The girl's coming out! Hey, lady, she got you. 
okay. Okay, ladies, let's be ready for anything. Well, can you send anyone in? Too dangerous. Not with Dent in there. To update everyone, Harvey Dent has entered the shop and is currently being held by the gunman. That's coming out with Natara. Alpha, swarm Natara. Let's go. Move. 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 I gotta write this up. So the guy who was uh, talking in the background, who kept making the comments, uh, that was, if you looked on, I believe in HarveyDent.com, there was a page saying that the live stream from the press conference was going to be provided by, I believe, I'm trying to remember his name, it was by James Levine of the Gotham Times. And if you caught that at the very end, he said, I, I'm going to have to write this up. So it'll be interesting to see if there's a new issue of the Gotham Times that comes out. Now, another interesting fact about this is that you know, according to all the little viral websites and stuff, Harvey Dent was super low in the polls, he was going to drop out, and then all of a sudden this hostage situation occurs, and he saves the day. And then on, I believe in HarveyDent.com, there's the, the latest news says, uh, Harvey Dent, Gotham's White Knight. Today's press conference was unexpectedly canceled due to a hostage crisis located at a nearby deli. In a selfless move, Mr. Dent entered the premises, exchanged himself for a woman who was being held at gunpoint, and negotiated the successful release of the remaining patrons in the restaurant. Watch this site for updates. We will release more details when they become available. And then obviously you can check out the, the audio that I just played for you, and you can listen to it again if you want. Um, now, if you sit here and you think about it, this could go one of two ways. Yes, Harvey Dent, you know, I guess maybe, you know, he was at the right place at the right time. But what's amusing about this is, if I was a district attorney or assistant district attorney and I was trying to bring down corrupt cops, one of the corrupt cops that I named out, and as we know from the Gotham Times, we named out as one of the corrupt or internal affairs was investigating because of Harvey Dent and suddenly this guy takes somebody hostage and Dent comes to the rescue now in any normal world someone some some kind of situation like this is out him not only publicity but also more favoritism so I'm sure that we can expect the polls to sway in Harvey Dent's favor so that it actually makes sense of how he actually becomes district attorney instead of not instead of losing to Garcetti and Worthington this entire time and somehow by the end by the time the movie comes out he's suddenly a district attorney so we'll have to see and wait to see what happens for that obviously you need to keep in uh, you need to keep checking I believe in HarveyDent.com to see what else is going on um, if there's anything new um, in our next podcast, 
I will, as always, bring you the updates of what's been going on. So, let's go to TV news. There's, as I've reported in the last couple episodes, the Batman has been canceled, no longer on. But on April 3rd, Cartoon Network announced that they are going to be having a new Batman animated series coming in 2008, and it'll be entitled Batman the Brave and the Bold which will be broadcast in prime, in prime time on Friday nights. The synopsis is, Batman isn't going to be alone this time. From Warner Brothers Animation comes the latest interpretation of the classic Batman franchise. Our caped crusader is teamed up with heroes from across the DC Universe, delivering non-stop action and adventure with a touch of comic relief. Blue Beetle, Green Arrow, Aquaman, and countless others will get a chance to uphold justice alongside Batman. Though still based in Gotham, Batman will frequently find himself outside of city limits, facing situations that are both unfamiliar and exhilarating. With formidable foes around every corner, Batman will still rely on his stealth, resourcefulness, and limitless supply of cool gadgets to bring justice home. And if you keep up with the comics, uh, Brave and the Bold has always been Batman teaming up with somebody else. Um, up until the newer Brave and the Bold series, which is just two different superheroes teaming up with each other. But it used to be Batman and some pretty much random superhero teaming up with Batman. And the image that they provided actually showed it to be more of like a Silver Age Batman, more than, you know, the anime style that, uh, well, myself and some other people didn't didn't like very much from the the last Batman series. And in other TV news, uh, also a third, it was announced that Birds of Prey, the TV show, it will be finally coming to DVD on July 29th. Um, that's obviously here in the United States as for our international listeners. Not positive when that's going to be released, but it will definitely be released um, here in the United States on July 29th. Um, Birds of Prey, we know as from the comic books, but also they had a 13 episode, 13 episodes on the WB when it was still the WB. And it, Birds of Prey is actually number five on TV shows on DVD.com's um, list of series that never made it to DVD. So it'll be finally be released, and we'll catch that this summer. On a book news, um, on April 23rd, The Batman Chronicles Volume 5 will be coming out. The series will collect everything Batman adventure, every Batman adventure ever published in chronological order, continues with the fifth volume, collecting Batman 8 and 9, Detective Comics 57 through 61, the stories from World's Finest Comics number 4. It will be 192 pages, color, soft color, $14.99 US dollars. In general news, the only thing we've got is that on April 2nd, Nika, I think I'm pronouncing that right, N-E-C-A, unveiled, unveiled products from the most highly anticipated film of the year, The Dark Knight. Um, if you head over to their page, you can check out that they have wall hangings, mini alarm clocks, keychains, head, head knockers, or bobbleheads as most people call them, and more. Um, all those products will be hitting shelves this summer, probably around the same time as all the toys, which I kind of got an update on 
the release of the toys. I've heard rumors that the toys and the action figures are going to be street dated towards the end of June, which is contrary to what I was thinking before about May, late May or early May, thinking that they'd be coming out about the same time Batman Begins toys came out. The thing is, I forgot to keep in mind that the Batman Begins actually came out a month earlier than The Dark Knight will be, so that makes a little more sense why they would be coming out. Which means it still leaves plenty of time for them to release a new trailer to include the, uh, two an image of the Two-Face, so that by the time the Two-Face figure gets released, it won't be such a surprise to everyone. So, on the listener responses. As I said, we are now on iTunes. You can check us out on iTunes. Um, subscribe. Um, there was absolutely no email responses this week. No comments, no pod mail, nothing. So, even though our numbers... Even though our numbers have, you know, gone dramatically up since um, we've gotten on iTunes, we actually have well more than we've had in, in the past, which I had a feeling as soon as we got onto iTunes we'd have more listeners. Um, but we still aren't getting any pod mail. So well, what I'd like to do is, as always, if you're listening, this is a new episode. If you're a new listener, send me an email. Let me know where you're from. Let me uh, know what your favorite Batman movie is. Let me know what you want to talk about, what you want to hear about in the topic of discussion. Your, you know, a villain that you want to know about. Um, and if there's anybody out there who wants to be a co-host, um, Carl was not available today, and he's not always going to be available when I am. So I'm always looking for co-hosts. If uh, all you need is a mic and some kind of messenger, and we can set something up so you can be a co-host on here. We do have listeners now in Brazil, Venezuela, uh, Germany, England, Belgium, Italy, Australia, all over the United States, Canada, Mexico. So th there's plenty of listeners out there. Um, send me an email. Email addresses, batmanuniversepodcast at yahoo.com. Also, you can check out the email or uh, the website, batmanuniversepodcast.podomatic.com. Dot com, and you can leave comments on the webpage as well as leave uh, send pod mail as well. I will read your responses on the on the podcast so everyone can hear what you got to say. Um, if you got suggestions, I'm always up for suggestions. I know I'm not perfect. I know there have been some times in the past have been rough. Um, speaking of not being perfect, um, on iTunes we do have two customer reviews that I just wanted to go over. Well, the first one was by EWB13. Um, he basically said, Not a good podcast. One star. Why listen to this podcast when the host is just reading and not very well at that? Internet sites that I can do myself. Not very prepared also. Now, I'm a guy who can take criticism lightly only because um, you know, it's not the end of the world. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um, as for this, in the very first episode, I did state this podcast is not going to present you any new information that you can't find out on your own. I specifically said in the first episode, this podcast is designed for those of you who are Batman fans who do not have the time 
to sit back and do all the research online to find out all the rumors, all the viral marketing information, all that stuff. So, saying that, um, not very prepared, I prepare a script with all the internet sites and all the information to go through every single episode. So, not exactly sure what he means by that, maybe because I say um or uh, you know, that's, you know, he's entitled to his own opinion. Um, another review um, basically says, it's by WRSFRVR, um, informative for those who don't have time to keep up, five stars. I thought this podcast was perfect for those of us who do not have time to keep up with the viral marketing news as well as the other news about the Dark Knight as well as the Batman universe in general. He gives references to all the sites that he, uh, he gives references to all the sites that he checks as well as info about things that the normal wanderer would not find. His website also provides links to the sites that pertain to Batman news. Um, thank you, WRSFRVR. I appreciate that. I'm glad that you understand where we're coming from with this podcast. Um, to everybody else out there, if you want, if you have suggestions of what I need to do differently, uh, send me an email. By the time we hit episode 10, I should have a new format to have a little more uh, not monotone me just speaking. If I don't have a co-host, I should have uh, a little bit more of uh, clips and stuff that we'll include in. But uh, as always, I'm always up to suggestions. So just send me your suggestions, BatmanUniversePodcast at Yahoo.com, and I'll write back. I don't check every single day, but as soon as I get the email, I will email you back and give you a response. Um, this is a way we can all connect through the Batman Universe. Um, this is just one more way that we can all connect. So, that's enough on listener responses. So, forgotten villain for this episode, we're going to do Deadshot. The reason why we're doing Deadshot is because Deadshot is going to be one of the villains included in Batman Gotham Knight. So I figured, what better time, you know, now, to get a little, you know, a little information about Deadshot. So, because he's going to be in the in the movie that's coming out, I figured it's a perfect time if you don't know about him to find out about him. So, within the context of the DC Comics universe, Deadshot is often a hired assassin, regularly boasting to never miss. He's capable of larging, using a large variety of weapons, but prefers a pair of silenced wrist-mounted guns. He initially appeared in Gotham City as a new crime fighter, but was revealed to be an enemy of Batman when he attempted to replace the Dark Knight. He was sent to jail when Batman and Commissioner Gorham publicly exposed his plot to become the king of Gotham's underworld. After serving his term, Deadshot began hiring his services out as an assassin, changing his costume from the top coat and tails he previously wore to now to his now more familiar red jumpsuit and distinctive metal faceplate with a targeting device on the right side. He has been a major figure in the Suicide Squad in its last two incarnations, which his skills as a marksman and his absence of care for human life serve to greatly further the group's objectives. During a hiatus from the squad in a four-issue miniseries from 1988, his son was abducted, raped, and killed by a pedophile, upon whom Deadshot later took revenge. Probably his most 
peculiar trait is a great desire to die in a spectacular fashion. This being his primary motivation for joining the squad. He feels he has no reason to continue living. And while he does not want to commit suicide, he simply does not care if he dies. Various reasons have been cited for this, but the most common thread in them is his parents' peculiar hatred for one another, so much that Lawton's mother tried to hire both her sons to kill their father. In the first Deadshot miniseries, it is explained that Floyd idolized his brother. His, brother. his mother convinced his brother to kill their father. His brother locked Floyd out, but Floyd, wishing to save his brother from a grim future, took a rifle to shoot the gun out of his brother's hand. He was sitting in a tree branch when it broke, and Floyd accidentally shot his brother in the head. Lawton inadvertently kills the brother he loves to save the father he hated. So that's basically that. Um, now, the, the interesting thing is um, how exactly is he going to be perceived in Batman Gotham Knight. Um, Deadshot has appeared in Justice League Unlimited as well as some of the other animated series, but it'll be interesting to see how he's actually played and if there's origin at all when Batman Gotham Knight comes out. Upcoming releases. April 16th we have Batman Strikes 44, Catwoman 78, Gotham Underground number 7, Robin number 173. April 23rd we have Batman 675, Batman Chronicles Volume 5 as we talked about earlier in book news, Birds of Prey 117 and Superman Batman number 47. So this week's topic of discussion we're going to talk about GCPD, um, Gotham Police Department. And the reason behind that is mostly because of the new development we have with um, Jim Gordon and that phone call on April Fool's Day as well as um, the new website Gotham, Gotham Police Department Major Crimes Unit. So basically, I figured let's talk about Gotham City Police Department and go over it a little bit. Um, if I had a co-host, this probably would go a little better because we could get somebody else's opinion than just mine. But uh, let's just kind of go over the basis of uh, GCPD. Um, acting as both an ally and an opponent of Batman, the superhero long established in Gotham, the GCPD has been steeped, has long been steeped in corruption, with numerous officers, both high and low ranking, involved in bribery and even more serious offenses such as drug trafficking and murder. Um, the strongest blow against police corruption came when an e increasing amount of conspiracy charges against Commissioner Gillen Loeb forced him to resign his position. The Falcone crime family, which he, which had a stranglehold on Gotham's underground for generations, finally crumbled when a series of killings shook the structure of the mafia organization. After the death of Carmine, Carmine Falcone, the mob last, lashed out in a sloppy retaliatory Gotham or retaliatory crimes, which, in combination with rising gang violence, severely crippled organized crime in Gotham City. Simultaneously, the ebbing presence of corrupt police officers allowed James Gordon to become the new commissioner, a man determined to eradicate crime wherever it existed. So, the reason why this also pertains is Commissioner Loeb, 
which is the commissioner in Batman Begins. Um, obviously, at some point, to change it from Commissioner Loeb, and he has to resign and bring it to Commissioner Gordon. Um, one of the things that I'm thinking might happen is that in The Dark Knight, Commissioner Loeb, one of two things is going to happen. Either he's going to be forced to resign based on some conspiracy charges, like it says here, or he's going to be killed. Um, one thing that I'm thinking is possible is that there's a scene that we can actually see in the trailer that has been released where there's a bunch of police with um, their M16s or whatever they are, M4s, and they're all in a formation marching down the street. And that kind of reminds me of a police, um, a police memorial service. Um, you know, everyone gets up in their uniforms and they do the, the parade for the lost or for the fallen policemen. So there's a possibility that that could be Commissioner Loeb who dies or it might be somebody else and this is just a far-fetched idea that I'm having but either way um, eventually Commissioner Gordon has to become or eventually Jim Gordon has to become the commissioner whether it's in this movie or whether it's not we'll, only we'll, we'll be able to see when we see the movie or if something gets hinted at the in the trailer but either way one thing we know for sure is that based on the information that we know from the trailer, the synopsises that Warner Brothers has released, as well as the plots that uh, are going around for the movie, we do know that this movie's the majority is of it is there's Joker in it, but there's also a lot of organized crime, a lot of more mob stuff than than just the Joker. So because of that, that could be tied into the mob lashing out in the crimes and the Jokers, you know, kind of making it more prevalent because of him being involved. And that's what maybe brings Jim Gordon to becoming the new commissioner. Um, there's different, the different divisions of GCPD, um, there's three of them. Uh, the Homicide Division, the division that handles murders and some of the more serious non-metahuman crimes in Gotham. This division Gordon was part of before becoming Commissioner. Former private investigator Jason Bard is now working on homicide cases for this division. Um, major crimes you all know from the new website and the unit that's currently being headed by Jim Gordon. Um, in the DC Universe. It's led by Captain Maggie Sawyer, who previously served in Metropolis in a similar position with Dead City's police. The MCU deals with most serious crimes, often involving supervillains or politically sensitive cases. This division is the focus of the comic book series Gotham Central, which was a very good, uh, very good series. If you haven't read anything about that, you need to check that out. That was a great series. And then another division was the Quick Response Team, led by Lieutenant Gerald Jerry Henley, the QRT is the GPC, the GCPD SWAT unit. Um, so basically, QRT is a SWAT for Gotham Police Department. The current roster, I'm not going to roll through all of them because there's plenty of them, 
but basically the in the current uh, DC universe, James Gordon is the police commissioner. Um, other notable names: um, Harvey Bullock, we all know, detective. Um, he's in the Major Crimes Unit. He was restored to duty after under uh, uh, restored to duty under severe scrutiny. Um, we have not a whole lot of other names that a lot of people would know. Um, Renee Montoya, she's not under here. Um, when we get to former members, there's a little more names that we all know. Sarah Essen Gordon, um, she's she was the Major Crimes Unit Commander. She was the wife of Commissioner Gordon, and she was killed by the Joker during No Man's Land. Um, we also have Gillian Loeb, corrupt commissioner in year one, dismissed after later and later murdered murder by the hangman. Renee Montoya, detectives in the major crimes unit, partnered with Crispus Allen, resigned after Allen's death, and now she is the question. Um, that's probably all the ones that most people would normally know. Oh, also, uh, Arnold Flass, Gordon's corrupt partner, fired, killed by the hangman. Flass, we all know from Batman Begins, is the the pudgy guy who's kind of disgusting, greasy hair, such forth. Um, and then if we jump to the description of Batman Begins, the reboot of the Batman film franchise, Batman Begins, has the GCB, GCPD playing a pivotal role during the course of the film. While Jim Gordon, played by Gary Oldman, is the major officer, others from the comics play a role as well. Mark Boone Jr. plays Detective... Flash is dealing with the local mob. Colin McFarlane appears as a scrutiny vigilant opposed vigilante opposed Commissioner Loeb. Although Flash is shown to be corrupt, Loeb does not seem to be corrupted yet, but he is clearly displeased with the arrival of Batman. This is demonstrated by him calling the SWAT team to capture him, a scene which is lifted from the Year One comic. The film's sequel, Dark Knight, features the GCPD extensively. According to the viral marketing campaign, Harvey Dent spearheads an, in an initiative through his office to rid Department of Corruption. Commissioner Loeb's role hasn't been disclosed in great detail, but according to the film's first full trailer, he does participate in activities that bring the Joker after him specifically. Which brings me back to what I was saying earlier about maybe the Joker goes after Commissioner Loeb in the long run, and that's why we see that funeral take place so that's all i'm really going to go into with the gcpd let me know if you want to know anything else about the gcpd as well as anything else and as always we are completely open for ideas and we can always we can always you know tap anything you want um at some point we are still going to try to get those uh, alternate tracks up for everyone that we've been talking about um, things have been really busy and around well from my neck of the woods there's been a lot of stuff been going on and I apologize if you've been looking forward to those alternate commentary tracks um, I'm gonna try to get at least the first Batman 1989 I'm gonna try to at least get that one up before the next episode hopefully we can get that taken care of so everyone can take a look at that um, but as always, um, like I said, Carl isn't always available, so if anybody else wants to jump in, um, if you're from the U.S. and you have the DVD, we can always do it together. And if Carl wants to jump in too, we can always have him in too. The more the merrier, 
if you've ever listened to commentary tracks, you know, there could be a ton of people at giving commentary. So, well, that's going to about wrap it up for this episode of Batman Universe Podcast. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Batman Universe Podcast.